we are literally miniature suns that reverberate with the whole encompassing presence of God. And that presence is referred to as our I am presence. And when we can start uh, relating to that and recognizing that, the moment we say, I am my I am presence, it connects us directly to our Father, Mother, God, the source of all that is. And then whatever we reflect after that is connected from that higher level of consciousness. Welcome to the Ignite Your Sacred Light podcast. I'm your host, Sally Page, inviting you to explore the deep inner truth of your heart and soul that reveals your sacred light. Aligning with your inner truth will provide the illumination to reach far beyond your perceived fears and limitations into the higher consciousness where your inner potential emerges. Your personal evolution can lead you to a life of inspiration, love, and joy. Join me on this sacred inner journey of self-discovery. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to share this episode with you today. I'm your host, Sally Page, and I have a very exciting guest today. Her name is Patricia Cota Robles. She is someone I have followed for years. She has been a source of wisdom and inspiration. And it's I've literally followed this person for more than 25 years, and I've always found her information to be clear, consistent, uplifting, and inspiring. So I can't wait to share her wisdom with you. I'd like to just give you a little bit of background about her. Patricia is an internationally known speaker whose philosophy is every person is precious and divine, regardless of their behavior. Isn't that amazing? We are not the victims of our lives. We are the co-creators of our lives. We have a choice and we have the ability to transform our lives into what we want them to be. And now is the time. Patricia shares her information from our Father, Mother, God, and the Company of Heaven in her weekly vlogs on YouTube, where you can find her. And she is also the co-founder and leader of the Era of Peace. So she has incredible information on her website. You can sign up to follow her on her website at eraofpeace.org and check out her vlogs. They are amazing. So Patricia, thank you so very much for joining me today. I want to give you the warmest welcome to this show. I'm so well, grateful that you could join us. Sally, thank you. It's an honor to be here. This is such an incredibly wonderful and powerful time. And I just want to mention this is just a little uh, aside, but we need to come up with new terminology, and I don't know exactly what that's going to be. But, of course, you're not following me. Nobody follows. We're past the time of doing that. You're walking beside me, and I, you are doing such incredible light work on this planet. And all of us need to know that we're co-creating this together, and we don't have... Yes 
yes. leaders and followers and things like that anymore. <laughs> I I like that. I will act. I'm honored to accept that given your your background and what you do. And I have to say that I think it's a world mindset that we need to create, that everyone here has a purpose and their soul is here to be light, not just for their own life, but for everyone they touch. And we all have that ability. Yes. So yes, yes let's get people to engage in that. I love it. <laughs> That's half of the uh, challenge of our awakening process is to recognize where, you know, we've gone through so many lifetimes of being considered worthless sinners and worms in the yes. dust, those kind of things that it's very hard to really accept, no, that we are these magnificent sons and daughters of God and all that our father, mother, God have is invested within the divinity of our own heart flame. So we need to accept that. And then, then we can start becoming who we really are instead of dealing with all of the fragmented parts of our consciousness that yes. are creating us so much pain and suffering. And we are here to light that inner sacred soul that we are here to be. So that's what we're doing with this podcast. And I know you have great information to share. Let's talk about one of the things that is one of the first things I like to work with when I'm working with my people and sharing when I'm speaking with people. And that is how do we know what our inner truth is? If you're not used to intuitive listening, that can be a little challenging to step into. And I would just love to ask Patricia, what would your advice be for someone who's not sure how to go about this? How do they start tuning into that inner guidance that their heart and soul has for them? Well, the thing that literally transformed my life, and I've been around here for a very long time, <laughs> and is coming to the awareness, you know, we have a higher consciousness. This fragmented fear-based human ego part of us that dealing with so much angst and so much concern and, and a fear and all of the maladies in the outer world, that's not who we are. We have a, a God self, that higher part of us. And I think most people at some level, even scientifically, it's called our superconscious mind. And we can call it our higher consciousness. Some people call it a Christ self, our uh, divine presence, the universal connection, whatever it is. But the beings of life that I communicate with that are available to each and every one of us who are just our sisters and brothers that have evolved to a higher level of evolution that have always been available to help us. And they're like college professors compared to us being kindergarten students. They have communicated and shared with me that the to connect most effectively with that higher aspect of our own divinity. And that's really the key to connecting with that inner guidance is to recognize that from our father, mother, God, the cosmic I am, all that is, that presence, if you, I mean, probably the analogy that we have most available is that when Moses spoke to the burning bush and said, who are you? The response was, 
I am that I am. I am Alpha. I am Omega. I am the beginning. I am the ending. And I represents the beginning, the Alpha, the Father God of all creation. And the M represents the ending, the Omega of our Mother God of all creation, literally meaning that our Father Mother God, that divine matrix, is all that is. And when we have breathed forth as individualized expressions of our Father Mother God, we are literally miniature suns that reverberate with the whole encompassing presence of God. And that presence is referred to as our I am presence. And when we can start uh, relating to that and recognizing that, the moment we say, I am my I am presence, it connects us directly to our Father, Mother, God, the source of all that is. And then whatever we reflect after that is connected from that higher level of consciousness. So when we start doing our meditations and going within to our heart plane, we can say, I am my I am presence. And from this level of consciousness, I invoke the sacred knowledge from the heart of God. I invoke the understanding for this challenge that I'm going through or for whatever we want to learn and however we're wanting to express. And it shifts everything because when we are connecting from that sacred space within us, from our lower fragmented human ego, then we get all kinds of distorted and often fear-based answers and responses that are totally erroneous and not in alignment at all with the divinity and our higher self and our God self. So to connect with that divinity, it's as simple as saying, I am my I am presence. And then from that level of consciousness, directly connected to source, start asking your questions and invoking that light. I love that explanation. It's so beautiful. And I would just like to say that when you're in a place of fear or, or doubt or just the lower emotions, you may not be able to get the information you need from that place. But when you go into that I am presence, that connection with the Father, Mother, God energies, you're shifting out of the fear-based consciousness that keeps you from hearing that inner truth. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And the important thing to understand is this fragmented fear-based consciousness, this human ego, it's part of who we are. It's a fragmented aspect of our personality that we developed after our fall from grace when we fell into the abyss of separation and duality. And it has manipulated and controlled us for literally eons of time. Now we're reversing those adverse effects of our fall from grace. And our human ego realizes that if we turn our power over to our I am presence, which is really our soul, that God self part of us, then it's going to lose the ability to manipulate and control us. So it is fighting tooth and nail to keep us from doing that. But what we need to do is think of this part of our interference as uh, just this fear-based 
just like you would a, a small child having a temper tantrum, doing everything it can to get our attention. You know, all we have to do is try to improve our diet and we immediately start craving every single thing that we're not supposed to eat because that <laughs> ego consciousness within us is afraid that if our I am presence. And I want to share with you some of the information that I've received from the beings of light. It is perfectly logical that this part of our consciousness is terrified that we're trying to kill it because we've done horrific things, you know, because of our lack of awareness and understanding in many, many lifetimes, you know, even on the spiritual uh, paths that maybe we have been on, we've talked about the suppression of our physical body and we've taken vows of poverty and vows of celibacy and self-flagellation and all kinds of things to try to uh, kill our lower human ego. That's what the whole idea of the mortification of the flesh was. Well, that's part mm. of it. The ego isn't something we can kill and destroy. It's a part of us that's been distorted into this gross mutation. So we need to take this aspect into our heart, flooding it with love and asking our I am presence to take command and transform this fragmented fear-based aspect back into its higher aspect, back into light instead of this fragmented self. So when these challenging negative outer world things come up, when we're based in that panicky fear-based consciousness, we need to say, this is not the truth of this situation. This is not who I am. This is my ego trying to manipulate and control me by uh, creating this fear of this outer, outer world attitude. So we need to bring that part into our heart, asking our I am presence to transmute it back into light and then detaching from the fear-based, just saying, okay, this is part of my own energy that's coming up for me to love free. We are never given anything that we can't handle. We are never, and I know this is hard for people to accept and understand, but we're never even giving any outer world experience that at some level, our I am presence has not agreed to go through. And that is not because we just want to torture ourselves and see how masochistic we can be. It's because this is our own energy from some other time frame or dimension that we misqualified in great probability through our fear-based fragmented consciousness of our human ego that is coming back to us to be transmuted and loved free. And we need to flood it with love, flood it with forgiveness, flood it with enlightenment and understanding and transmute that energy back into light and then say to ourselves, this is my own miscreation. What do I want to manifest instead of that? So if it's poverty that's manifesting or if it's disease that's manifesting, what do you want? Well, you want uh, the limitless flow of God's abundance. You want vibrant health. You want prosperity. If it's relationships, whatever it is, God doesn't release one electron of energy that's less than the infinite perfection of God. So anything that's manifesting in the outer world that is less than literally heaven on earth 
it is and the heart-based patterns of that total perfection it is our own human miscreations that are coming back to us to be transmuted into light and sometimes it's not even just our own but maybe we're doing it on behalf of humanity and the collective mass consciousness i have i was a marriage and family counselor for 20 years and i have counseled people that have gone through horrific experiences, for instance, women that have gone through abuse and rape and these awful situations. But instead of them, this is from their own realization, instead of them saying, I must have been a horrible, terrible person in another lifetime is why I'm going through this. They say to themselves, this has happened to me. And regardless of what the cause is, I am invoking the light of God to transmute this experience for the mass consciousness of humanity back into light so that the men and women from the divine masculine to the divine feminine can lift up into a place of reverence for all life and respect and the total momentum of really revering who we are as men and women instead of this distorted fear-based consciousness that's trying to manipulate and control us through horrific and abhorrent behavior patterns. I think that is really valuable information. And I would also say that when we're given these extreme challenges in life situations, it's also an opportunity for us to grow and maybe shift the way we see what's happening to us instead of, oh no, this horrible thing is happening to me. Maybe it doesn't feel good. Maybe it doesn't look good. Maybe you don't even know what to do about it. But this could be an opportunity to break through some of that limiting thinking, thinking or focus or awareness that you have and find that opportunity to grow through it, to expand your love, your consciousness, your light, as you tune in to higher guidance for solutions and directions. Absolutely. And this is the time, you know, we're in the midst of a unique shift of the ages where we're raising collectively in vibration, moving up the spiral of evolution to the next octave of our learning experience. And when I say we, it's not just earth, it's literally all creation, but certainly every man, woman and child on earth and the elemental kingdom and mother earth herself are going through monumental shifts and changes at this time. And this is why this negativity is coming up at such an accelerated pace because humanity is awakening. And I really began working at this level in the 1960s and 70s. And I want just as a word of encouragement to tell you that the energies that we're dealing with at this time, the ability to invoke the light and transmute misqualified energy is infinitely greater than it was back in the 60s and 70s. In the 60s and 70s, to make one little forward step into the light, it was like walking through tar into 150 mile an hour winds. Now there is more light flowing in because humanity in mass is awakening. 
and people, even though they have different terminology and different ways of expressing their divinity, they're recognizing that they have the ability to create the life they want. They aren't just victims of circumstance. It's not a, just a matter of us feeling like we have to just, uh, you know, that whatever's going to happen to us is going to happen to us and there's nothing we can do about it. We are the masters of our lives. Our thoughts and feelings are creative. And our purpose and reason for being is to learn to be, use the light of God, our life force, through our thoughts, words, actions, and feelings to become co-creators, to learn how to create greater expressions of perfection in the physical plane. And in the beginning, we were given one admonition so that that would be our path. And that was, do not partake of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. What evil is, the beings of light have said, is strictly when we use our creative faculties of thought and feeling in ways that aren't based in love. And when we do that, then we manifest the gross mutations, such as poverty and disease and greed and war and all of the other uh, abominations that are in the physical plane. That wasn't supposed to be our life path. And when we made that fateful decision to begin experimenting with our gift of life, in ways that weren't based in love, we started creating these gross mutations. And the gross mutations were created out of our precious life force, our gift of life. And this is what is happening at this time. The light of God, our life force that we receive through the prana, through the air we breathe with every breath, it activates our brain. We can put electrodes on people's bodies. We have acupuncture meridians. That electronic light substance is pure and perfect. And when it enters our heart flame, the divinity of our heart, it's stamped with our unique individual pattern. This is how the universe knows what energy belongs to whom. And once it's stamped with our pattern, then we choose how we're going to use it. Are we going to have a temper tantrum? Are we going to be mad and frustrated? Are we going to be in fear? Or are we going to be happy? And are we going to be joyous? And are we going to create greater and greater expressions of love? We have the free will choice, and it's our responsibility how we utilize that light. But we are responsible for those actions. And so what's happening now is that People are awakening. The light of God is increasing. We are having more positive thoughts, more love-based activities, and it's flooding the earth at this time. That light enters the core of purity of every electron of energy that's not, that conflicts with that light. So it's pushing to the surface all of the negativity. That's why it looks in the outer world like things are getting worse which actually could not be further from the truth. These negative things are being pushed to the surface so that we can recognize them, flood them with love and light, transmute them back into light, and transform them back into their original perfection. So each and every one of us is here to accomplish this facet of the divine plan. And so we're going through different things and we're going through other challenges. We're taking on the maximum 
that we can take on because our I am presence realizes the need of the hour. And we are uh, all prepared and have the ability to do that and to transmute it. So it's really a time of purging and cleansing and of co-creating what we want instead of focusing through fear and anxiety on the things that are surfacing that we don't want. As we continue to grow in our inner divine awareness, things can start to change in our perceptions. Our subtle perceptions may come alive or turn on at a new level where people may be more aware of inner guidance or connect with it easily and not know what it is. For example, people may see sparkling lights in their vision. They may hear uh, audible words or they may have different experiences that don't fit into the traditional 3D experience of sensory perception. And when that happens, sometimes people think they're going crazy. I know when it happened to me, I went through a dark night of the soul where I, I was starting to see subtle energies and I'm like, what is going on? This was many years ago. And I'm like, it scared me. So I shut part of it down. And unfortunately, that was a good tool for energy work, which as a medical intuitive, I, that could have been very useful for me. But because I didn't know what it was, didn't understand it or how to work with it, I let the fear of the unknown shut down something that was really a gift. And I would just like to hear what you would share for people who are starting to become aware of things, aware of when I lean against a tree, I get this message from the tree. Or when, I, when I'm in nature, I, I'm getting more information, more intuitive awareness. So when this is coming in, what would you say to help people be more curious and less in fear about it so that they can really take these amazing things that are gifts emerging in them and use them in the highest, best way to nurture their own growth of their soul? Absolutely. And that's one of the... Uh, amazing things that's going on. And one of the advantages of this time is that so many people are awakening to the point of really understanding greater and greater levels of this. So when people start, I know in my own experience, when lots of people that in my sphere of influence that were totally uh, uh, oblivious to these kinds of things, when they started awakening and experiencing that, there are now lots of people around them that can help communicate that and share that with them. It's not like it was so long ago when we were told it was the work of the devil and that we were witches if we did that. And I was told that, yes. <laughs> you know, so everything is shifting, fortunately. But what what is most important and what's really happening now is that over the past few decades, we have been, our I am presence has been raising our vibration, the maximum that we can withstand in every 24 hour period. And that's moved us to a frequency where at the beginning of this decade in 2020, 
our Father Mother God gave the company of heaven a cosmic dispensation to allow the beings of light through our I am presence to communicate and interact with us and collaborate with us in ways that have not been even what they said at the time, even attempted in any system of worlds because of the need for the earth to awaken at a greatly accelerated pace. And so what is happening now is that our I am presence is integrating into us at new levels because we are now at a higher frequency of vibration that can withstand the vibration of our I am presence. So when this is happening within us, we are going to be getting more and more understanding. And the patterns of perfection for the new earth that we're being asked to focus on and begin manifesting, the beings of light said that the patterns flowing into the mental and emotional strata of earth that people are beginning to tap into are beyond anything we've even contemplated in our greatest imagination. There are colors and spectrums of light and musical tones and fragrances and patterns of divine love and oneness beyond anything we've experienced. And now these things are gonna be filtering even more. And the beings of light said that as our higher strands of DNA, our higher 12, uh, fifth dimensional crystalline solar strands of DNA are vibrating within us and uh, as we're moving forward, that we are going to be developing latent abilities such as seeing and feeling and experiencing these things in ways we never have before. So this is a time when even though that may feel a little off to be seeing colors. And what's happening in my experience now is that most people are receiving these visions and these colors and these patterns in their dream state while they're sleeping at night. And they'll wake up in the morning and they'll still see that they're in a flower garden or this beautiful thing and then it'll quickly dissipate as they connect with their room and where they are. But they're beginning to really realize this double uh, multi-dimensional aspect of their being. So the most important thing is don't be in fear. Know that the fear is only coming from this fragmented little part of our consciousness that's deliberately trying to block and stop us from moving forward in the light. And you just need to say, ego, you have no power. I love you. I'm grateful for the opportunity that you've given for me to experience and to grow but I am my I am presence and I now command you into the light and then focus on the light and ask your I am presence. You know, Archangel Michael is a wonderful being of light that protects us and keeps us in a force field of light. Ask your angel of protection or Archangel Michael to keep you in a force field of light if you don't feel secure or safe, you know, if you feel like you're concerned. But this the fragmented and fear-based energy that is being dismantled and transmuted back into light has no power over the I am presence and the higher frequencies of light. And as soon as we say, I am my I am presence, I am one with my Father, Mother, God, that light has no, any discord, has no power 
to affect you adversely in any way. So it's a matter of knowing, trusting, and being in your power. The light is such a wonderful, wonderful resource. When I went through this dark night of the soul, it was many years ago, and I didn't know people who had gone through this type of experience. And I had grown up in a belief system where anything that was not 3D was the devil. And a lot of power was given to this devil concept, which I certainly don't agree with. But um, I think that if you know that when it's coming in, it is from the light. And you can check to make sure if you're worried about it, is it based in love or is it based in fear? If you're in fear over something or in, you know, then just open up to the love around it and see what happens. Because love is such a powerful thing for us. I think as human beings, a huge part of our journey on this planet is to grow in every aspect of love to become more loved, to love ourselves more, to love others more, to love God more, to love the world and all of creation more. It's just an exploration of how much more can we love. And when we go into that place of love, then fear doesn't grip us the same way. It just love replaces all those lower uh, vibrational energies and the lower conscious energies with such a powerful connection to that source of creation, that father, mother, God energy that feeds us all that we need in life. And it's so anchored in love that it's profound if we just let ourselves dive into it like it's this infinite pool of light, which it is. So I think that's such a, to me, that helped me get through this, knowing that this is not darkness that's entering my field. It's a new way for me to experience a bigger picture of who I am, a way to see a bigger expression of love in my life, and a bigger or broader expression of perceptions to maybe see what I don't know. And from that place, it felt safe and it felt comfortable. And it, it allowed me to really expand into it in a powerful way. But that anchor in love was a, a pivotal thing for me. And everything that you're talking about is that we are so loved by our Father, Mother, God, and all the beings of light who are here to support us. And the illusion that we're alone is just that. It's just an illusion. We're never stuck. We're never deserted. We're always supported. And we just have to reach out and accept it. And then we have something that we can deeply anchor in to move forward in the most powerful way. We were always supposed to have that connection. The universal law is as above, so, so below. Yes. And in the outer third dimensional world, we aren't expected to go through all of the levels of uh, academic knowledge and things like that without teachers and professors and colleges and schools that will help us and help us grow and learn. Well, we certainly weren't 
to develop into our full divine spiritual aspect as sons and daughters of God just through trial and error. We were to have guides and assistance, and that's what the beings of light are. And now we're reconnecting with them. And with the fear-based consciousness, I know there's a lot of that, and it's being perpetuated because the light of God is increasing and humanity in mass is awakening at an accelerated pace beyond anything we've ever experienced in all creation. The human ego of each person is just kicking and screaming and fighting tooth and nail. So understanding what that is greatly accelerates our ability to lift out of the fear. And one of the things that helped me to really understand that is that, you know, with this shift of the ages that we're going through, we are really ascending. This is a moment in time that happens every so many millions of years when cycles within cycles within cycles throughout the whole of creation dovetail with the heartbeat of the cosmic I am, our Father, Mother, God. And during that cosmic moment, our Father, Mother God, inbreathe all creation up the spiral of evolution into the next octave of our learning experience. Now, because we fell so far, we're behind. So we are being li literally raised from the third through the fourth into the fifth dimension in this ascension process. And what the beings of light showed us, you know, when someone goes through a near-death experience, they consistently report passing through the dark tunnel into the light. And what that dark tunnel is, it's known as the psychic astral realm, and it's just the sea of humanity's negative thought forms. All of the hate, all of the war, consciousness, greed, all of that, those negative patterns are collected in this sea of negativity around the earth until humanity floods them with so much light and love that they're transmuted back into light. So where the whole concept of hell and the devil and all of that kind of stuff came from is that sometimes when people are vi vibrating at really dense frequencies of vibration, instead of making it through the tunnel into the light, they'll get pulled into this psychic astral realm. That is never the divine plan. And Archangel Michael always sends his angels of power and protection to that soul and says, you're trapped here. This isn't where you're supposed to be. Come with me and I'll take you to the inner schools of learning. But many of them through fear would refuse and they have the free will to do that. So they would stay stuck in this psychic astral realm. And that was the dimension that was considered hell. Now, what we're worrying, what we're going through now is that we're passing into the light. We're ascending through a lot of this stuff that's being transmuted into the light. And, you know, when we talk about moving into the fifth dimension, in the fifth dimension, that's the new heaven and the new earth that all the spiritual traditions have talked about where there's no death and dying as we know it, no aging, no disease, no poverty, no war, literally a heaven uh, on earth kind of experience. And what the fifth dimension is, that's the dimension that our loved ones went to when they were passing through the tunnel into the light. And when in my counseling, a lot of people came to me with near-death experiences, and I've done a lot of research 
of all the scientific information of what's happening with people connected to all of the monitors in hospitals and that kind of thing. And consistently, when people see their loved ones in the inner realms, in that fifth dimension, what was the fifth dimension? No matter what condition their bodies were in when they died, they are in their prime and they are vibrantly healthy and they're living in these beautiful celestial experiences with beautiful gardens and the elemental kingdom is wonderful and nobody's struggling from morning to night to pay their mortgage or to put food on the table. They are drawing unformed primal light and manifesting what they need through that light. Well, this is what we need to really understand. That fifth dimension is where we are ascending. And our loved ones in that fifth dimension are ascending now into the sixth dimension and even higher frequency. So when we say, what is it going to be like when we're in that fifth dimension? It's a vibration. It's not like we're going someplace. It's like we're raising in vibration. We're going to be in this frequency. The psychic astral realm is going to be transmuted because we're doing that now. We're agreeing to let this garbage come up in our life so that we can flood it with light and transmute it with love and light, transmute it back into its original perfection. And I'll just mention that the most powerful frequency to transmute negativity back into light is known as the violet flame of God's infinite perfection. And we're now moving into the full embrace of the age of Aquarius, which will last for the next 2000 years. This is the predominant energy. It's the seventh solar aspect of deity, the most predominant energy bathing the planet now as we move through Aquarius. And it consists of the sapphire blue ray of our Father God's divine will and power and the crystalline pink ray of our Mother God's comprehensive divine love, who we've known as the Holy Spirit. When those two frequencies blend into a merge, they create this violet flame, which is the most powerful frequency of light. It reverberates even now with a new ascended frequency known as cosmic forgiveness to transmute this negativity back into light. So that no matter what challenge you're having in your life, no matter what negativity is coming up, just ask your I am presence and our Father, Mother, God to flood this situation with the violet flame and transmute the negative energy that's associated with it back into light and then flood it with love to seal it at that new higher frequency and then say, what do I want to manifest instead of that? So if you're transmuting poverty consciousness, Envision the infinite abundance of God flowing into your life. If you're dealing with health challenges, envision your life being transformed into the crystalline perfection. We're literally going through a divine alchemy now that's transfiguring our carbon-based three-dimensional and fourth-dimensional earthly bodies into fifth-dimensional crystalline solar light bodies. And this is happening for every molecule of life on this planet. Every, the entire uh, elemental kingdom, including all of the animals and the nature kingdom 
as well as Mother Earth and humanity and our earthly bodies. So ask your I am presence to transmute when you're dealing with physical challenges, to transmute the negativity and to accelerate the frequency of your vibration through your I am presence and the divine alchemy taking place into your fifth dimensional crystalline solar light bodies. This is happening individually and collectively for the masses of humanity. It makes such a difference when you choose to live life like this, because as you do this, things get better. They get easier. The challenges, you see challenges in a different way. At least that's been my experience and many people that I know. It's like, you know, things come up during the day that you have to go deal with, but it, it doesn't overwhelm you. And it's just, you know, it's all part of the process. And synchronicities just magically come into your life when you are aligned with this energy. It just changes everything. And it's, I think it's, you know, doing all this work over consistent years, it transforms the way you experience life, the way you experience the world. And even when difficult moments come up, they're not as overwhelming to you because there's a, you know, there is a path of higher guidance to get them, get you through it. And you know that there is a reason for it. Even if you don't understand it, there's a trust there that if this has happened to me, there's, there's a reason. There's an important outcome maybe that you can't see. So there's always a way that is part of the divine plan to carry you through every challenge of life. And I know so many people come to me and, and they've had something that feels overwhelming to me or puts them in a place where they may feel hopeless. But even when something that seems really bad happens to you, there's always guidance, there's always love, there's always support, and there is always, always something bigger beyond what you are seeing in the moment of that experience. So I'm wondering if you have any stories that you'd like to share with us about maybe a time that was difficult for you, but because you had this divine connection and this trust, you were able to find your way through it with grace. And maybe it wasn't easy and maybe it was really hard to take the steps to get through it. But you had a different journey because you had a different belief. You had inner guidance. You had divine, a divine connection to carry you through what could have been so much worse if you didn't have that. Yes. I'll, let me just give a little tiny bit of the background about that because I was in a different place because of this background. The beings of light had shared with me that we are in the midst of this shift of the ages and it's a unique experiment for the earth never has a planet that's fallen this far into negativity been given an opportunity to move forward through two-dimensional shifts in this short of a period of time and that nothing is being left by chance that every man woman and child in embodiment at this time has been selected to be here with the great expectation 
that they had a better chance of succeeding in this mission than maybe millions, as the beings of light said, of souls that were turned away. Now, we were selected not because we're more special and wonderful than our loved ones or sisters and brothers that were turned away. We were chosen because the beings of light evaluated our collective individual lifetimes. And it was determined that because of the way we were able to stay focused on the light in the face of all adversity, that the hope was we would have a better chance of staying focused on the light during this cosmic moment as this negativity is surfacing in our lives. And so that has helped me immensely. What that means is that we have been preparing for lifetimes to do this, that we knew it was going to be like this, that nothing is happening by accident, and that every single thing occurring in our life is something we've agreed to go through, not to punish ourselves, but to heal and transmute into light. And I was sharing with Sally earlier, one of my greatest uh, heartbreaking challenges was in 2010, when my son, who was 42 years old, my husband and I uh, lost our son. And he died unexpectedly of this uh, drastic infection, went into septic shock and died within a 24 hour period, which was devastating to us. Now, I absolutely know that life is ongoing. I don't have any doubt about that, but that doesn't change the heartbreak and the devastation when you lose someone uh, physically, especially somebody when it's totally unexpected and he was only 42 years old. He had three beautiful sons and uh, his wife and his former wife. And um, it just was a total shock. Fortunately, he was very aware of mm -hmm. all of the work that I do and the things that I'm uh, involved in. And he went to this beautiful uh, man that I know, Frederick Delarue, who is a magnificent musician. And he, uh, and when he was 12 years old, he went through a near-death experience. And when he came back, he was given mm -hmm. the gift of transmuting light by, from the angels, of trans, translating music into the angels. And my son, whose name went to Frederick right away, even before we had his memorial service. And Frederick said that Zhao said that he wanted us to know that he needed to leave the physical plane because he was going to be able to help humanity from the inner realms in ways that he could not help us in the physical plane. And shortly after that, he gave a gift of healing music uh, to humanity. And it's a beautiful 62 minute that he played with uh, the intervention of Mary Magdalene and through Frederick Delarue. Uh, this beautiful music called Musical Rapture. It's a 62 minute piece of music. It's available for free on our website. Anybody can have access to it. But it is the a frequency of healing that is just exquisite. And he has worked with lots of people, so it helped me in that healing process. But this was a very obvious outer world 
awareness that I have. But because of that, I'm able to share that with people that have lost loved ones. We've been through incredible things with COVID. And interestingly, lots of elderly people left through COVID. And the reason is, is because there is this shift taking place. And these are many of them, most of them, powerful light workers that have completed their mission of anchoring that. And now it's time for the younger generations to come to the fore. The beings of light have referred to it as a generational changing of the guard. These precious souls are still working with us in the from the inner realms, but they have gone on with the balance of their bodies on that higher realm uh, in their more rarefied bodies working with us. And the younger people are coming to the fore and they're going to be taking over. They have new levels of consciousness codes in their DNA, and they're going to be able to help in transfiguring the earth into this crystalline solar light body. So the information that I just shared with you, the most important part of getting through the most difficult challenges is reminding yourself, I knew it was gonna be like this. I was chosen to be here because I have the ability to handle this. I have everything I need within me to do it. And it's okay if some of it makes me sad, I can sit down and cry and release it and transmute that with a violet flame and then say, okay, now what do I want instead of that and get up. This doesn't mean stuffing your feelings or ignoring the painful situations. It means not allowing your human ego to say, yes, you failed, you're wrong. This is not gonna happen. You're gonna be miserable. You're gonna be homeless. You're gonna be whatever is your fear about what's coming up. Know that that's just the manipulative control of the human ego having a temper tantrum because it knows that you are your I am presence and your I am presence is now in charge and it has no ability to interfere with you moving forward in the light. Wow, so powerful. What a powerful story. So for the listeners, um, I, I can share this link to the musical Rapture music in the, in the uh, description of the podcast so you can hear Great. it. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really lovely. I have it and I use it in my office to help people relax because it's very, it's very lovely music. It's, it's definitely worth taking the time to explore and experience. So we have had quite the adventure today. And clearly we have adventurous souls because we're both here right now. <laughs> so we, we have the privilege of serving during such an amazing time on earth. And I'm so glad that you could come and talk to this audience today. I know it will help a lot of people. And tell us a little bit about your vlog on YouTube, because that's so amazing. You do it every week. I don't know how you do it every week. That's very impressive, but it's, it's always powerful. It's always uplifting and it's definitely worth your time to go listen and subscribe. Well, thank you, Sally. The beings of light 
uh, asked me back in the 1960s if I would, they said we had moved to a point where the esoteric teachings that they were teaching through a limited number of humanity through the various mystery schools, that that had come to a sense of completion. And now it was time for this knowledge to be exoteric, meaning available to all humanity because of this moment that we're in and this awakening that's taking place. And they asked if I would be willing to transcribe the information and make it available free of charge and freely to as many people as possible, which I have. And there's tons of information and archives over the years from on our website. And we used to teach free seminars that we haven't been able to do since COVID, but uh, monthly seminars in various places. So to replace that, we have now developed uh, our vlog. And our vlog is uh, it's just a 15 or 20 minute vlog that we release every, it's on YouTube on Monday, and then we mail it out on Tuesday morning. And you can sign up to receive it for free. We also have a monthly newsletter that's free. And you can uh, unsubscribe anytime if it's not what you want. But it's sharing what's going on step by step of what's happening here and now. This is a a monumental moment on this planet and every single day opportunities are being given celestial alignments are happening all kinds of things that are taking place and it involves every single man woman and child on the planet whether they understand about it or are aware of it there is no separation and the number of people wreaking havoc in the outer world are a minuscule fraction there are literally millions, the, the beings of light said our numbers invoking the light and coming from the heart-based place of love are legion on this planet. And we are bringing in this light and we've reached this critical mass where we're able now that as I am lifted up, all life is lifted up with us. And so even those kicking and screaming, moving into the light are being lifted up. And of course, they'll be making their own decisions but they are being raised up through their I am presence in ways where they can be making those decisions from a place of clarity and wisdom instead of the fear-based consciousness of fear and ego. Thank you so much for sharing all this wonderful knowledge and experience with us. And I'm just, I enjoyed every moment of this. And if you want to hear more about Patricia and her work, definitely go explore her resources. They're great and they will enrich your life. And yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. And for my listeners, if you like this podcast and you would like to hear more like it, I would love to hear from you. So please go to igniteyoursacredlight.com and you can sign up for my free gifts and also connect with what's coming up on my calendar. And if you have something you'd really like to learn more about, let me know because this is here to serve you. And if you have questions or if you need answers, or if you're really looking for solutions in your life, I am here to help. I would love to hear from you. So thank you for joining us. Have a blessed day. This is Sally Page here to give you my personal thanks for listening to the Ignite Your Sacred Light podcast. I am so grateful that you chose to spend your time with me. Would you like to find out more about igniting your sacred light or how to connect with the sacred light community? 
go to igniteyoursacredlight.com to find out more about my free light language activation that will raise your vibration and ignite powerful shift in consciousness. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and share it with your friends. Until next time, may the brilliance of your sacred light ignite in magical ways. Mm -hmm.